this is raw, like this. Like no edited. <laughs> this is real life, mommy shit. Real mom shit, like this. <laughs> we have a super special guest because she's also our new co-host yeah she's my girl she is the bomb and owner of a self-care brand and may i say it is superb it's like it's a chicken salad kind of superb okay oh yes it's beyond okay beyond the beyond so i'm gonna give her a chance to introduce herself tell you who she is and what she does hey everyone i am takia washington I am a self-care advocate. I have a self-care wellness brand called Mother Lovin'. Um, I provide everyday self-care essentials like candles and all things self-care, basically. It's really a lot that I do. And I'm a mother of four. I'm married to my high school, middle school sweetheart. And... um, yeah, I wear a lot of hats, y'all. So mm-hmm. I do it all, literally. So yeah, I'm super excited to be here today, being the co-host. Yes, I am. We're gonna talk about like all things real because you know motherhood is real at the end of the day, and we are real human beings. Literally, and we're humans beyond motherhood, but yeah. more than mom. Exactly. You know, when we catch up, we catch up. So this is really actually a conversation between us, but it's public. Right. (laughs) You know, our conversations are always awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, super dope. And so, like, recently in conversation, I learned that you became a mom Uh before you were able to really, like, venture out on your own and do all the things. And I didn't know that about you before. I literally did not know that. So can you tell me about that? Because... (laughs) Girl... Yes. So, you know, I became a mom at the tender age. I'm going to say tender because I was very (laughs) tender age of 17. So I had my daughter when I literally just turned 17. And, you know, shit got real, you know, like Mm -hmm. shit got real when she was in the womb, you know. Yeah. I was 16 when I found out I was pregnant. Um, and, you know, I kept going back and forth, whether or not, you know, I wanted to continue the pregnancy because I didn't know how my parents was going to react, you know, like just imagine just telling your mom that you, you know, are starting to have sex, right? And, you know, she's scheduling an appointment to go get you birth control. You guys missed the appointment to find out that your daughter is, pre- you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it got real quick for me, you know? Like, I wasn't able to, like, experience 
like having sex and stuff like that. I got pregnant like after like the third time of having sex, literally. Wow, really? Exactly. (laughs) So it was just like, oh my goodness, you know? So shit got real so quick for me. Um, So like, I didn't tell anyone, well, my parents or whatever. I did tell like my close cousins or whatever. And clearly like my husband now, you know? That, you know, he already knew I was pregnant, you know, but I told my close cousins and um, for my 17th birthday, because we all had ended up linking in Chicago, girl. So when I turned 17 in July, uh, me and my sister, we caught the megabus and we rode to Chicago for my 17th birthday. I told my cousins because that right then and there was when I decided I was going to keep my child. Mm. And... um. So I told them, and then when I got back, literally, when I went there, my stomach was flat because I was literally, like, only, like, 105 pounds, right? Yeah. My stomach was, like, extremely flat. As soon as I came back home, I literally had a push, like, a push. But they Ooh. didn't know. You know, they didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I literally wrote my mom, like, a letter and was, like, you know, I'm pregnant or whatever. Like, when I say I was doing research, I was doing research. I found a school that um will allow me to one have my baby there as well it was like a t- alternative school but it was for like you know pregnant um, moms or moms who have babies trying to finish their education so I found that because I had got pregnant with her in my 12th grade year mm-hmm. so, uh, well after 11th grade year going into 12 child forgot it was so long ago she almost 12 but anyway <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I wrote my mom a letter. I'm thinking she's gonna read the letter when she's on her way to work. Child, she read the letter in her car. <laughs> you know, so she was like, you know, is this something that you want to do? And, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I made my mind that this is school that I plan on going to. And my mom was like, not happy at all, child. She was pissed to say the least. Literally, like, how did you telling me this? to you being pregnant now, like, it was just so much going on. Yeah. um, Yeah, like, I had to literally make, become a dog earlier than I expected to become a dog, you know? And um, thankfully, you know, my husband's family and my family was really supportive, you know, when I had her while I was pregnant and stuff like that, because at that time, I didn't know how the weeks in pregnancy worked either. Yeah, I just I just had a guess like, well, I don't know, maybe I'm like two months or something like that. Like, you don't really realize it until, you know, you go in. But, oh, snaps, I didn't have a period for this long. Right. Yeah. Child, when I went to the doctor, my first appointment, they were like, you're 20 weeks. Whoa. 20 weeks. They was like, do you want to know what you're having? I said, no, like, no, I don't want to know. what I'm having <laughs> Like, this is just too much for me. You basically telling me that I'm further than what I expected to me and then you're telling me oh you can find out today what you're having like huh what yeah like uh-uh no child it was just oh my goodness talk about the ghetto I was just like <laughs> wow so yeah that's how that happened child and yeah you know I basically had to grow up super fast I felt personally like um you know working um what I went back to school my daughter was three weeks 
literally like I didn't have no time off to like you know like how you would now as an adult you know you got the six four weeks off at work stuff like that it was that was not the case for me or whatever um I went back to school when she was literally three weeks um started back working as well when she was three weeks and all that and you know my husband now his family watched our baby you know while she was like small yeah so I had a lot of support with her and shit trying to find a place and stuff like that because you know home life wasn't you know the healthiest right Mm -hmm. and I knew that I needed to move out in order to protect my you know mental health and just protect my peace you know so child yeah that is child. a lot, but yeah, <laughs> I a lot, literally but. did not know that about you. Yeah, but I I swear to you, <laughs> I never knew that, and it wasn't until recently where I told you my motherhood, like yeah, story, and it was just kind of like, oh shit, yeah, I've never told you this, but mm-hmm, this is. <laughs> This is how I got here. So, like, for you, I feel like it's the dopest thing ever that you have married your sweetheart. I'm going to just call him the sweetheart, right? Like, yeah, husband. <laughs> for real. Uh, yes. So, like, how does that feel? And being the mother of his children and knowing, like, yeah, this shit is it. Like, how does that feel for you? We basically, you know, was raised with each other, you know? Like, I'm 13, so, like, my entire teenage years, my entire 20s, I just turned 29 this year, you know? I'll be 30 next year. So, like, just my entire teens, my entire 20s, like this person that I've been knowing for so many years, like we grew up together. So it's more like, you know, like we're family. Like we're family. <laughs> Heavy on the family. Heavy on the female. Yes. Big family. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's my best that. friend. You know, he knows me. I know him. And yeah, we just been thugging it. <laughs> Figuring stuff, you know what I'm saying? Making mistakes, figuring life out together and growing with each other and also, you know, making space for our children to also, you know, um, live a life of abundance and Mm -hmm. love and also teaching them the importance of family, you know, love and to be good people. So... That's what we doing over here. I love that. I literally, <laughs> I wish you could see my smile because that shit is so big. Like, <laughs> and you know, your smile is super contagious, so I can only imagine. <laughs> I love it. I'm glad because, girl, yes, like yeah. that. And to me, like, I don't really pay attention to what all the girls be doing. But to me, that's like that is top tier. That is like y'all, y'all doing the thing. I'm proud of you. I love to see you. I really love that shit. I love it. 
Yes. Okay. So I feel like to motherhood, especially with you experiencing motherhood so young, uh-huh. right? Like you were a teen mom and then I became a mom right out of teens. Uh-huh. And it for me, like I really, really felt like, what the fuck is going on still? I was 22, and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what is going on? Because the few years prior to, I had spent sick and healing my body. So, like, there was this gap in everything. There was this gap for me. Because then it was, like, 18, 19, 20, 21... I'm sick and healing and I come out of it and then I'm pregnant like well <laughs> okay I see what the storyline is okay. so it just felt so like mm, I'm a baby like I'm, I'm I thought I was about to be out here living life a little bit uh-huh. And then it's like you're pregnant and your life does not end when you have children. But the no, it shift is so significant. Yeah. Um, I hate when people depict it as this like, oh, your life is over. Yeah. Bitch, calm down. Who life is over? Exactly. <laughs> like your life might be over, but my life is thriving. But the shift is still super significant. <laughs> it's the biggest shift and being a mama one to a mama multiple. Um, I would definitely say the biggest shift was finding space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta take care of yourself. You gotta take care of people. You know? So, making sure my kids have their own space. Make sure that they feel love, regardless of how many kids we have. <laughs> um, yeah, I would definitely just say that you know, trying to double my income as our family continues to grow, and um. Just making sure my kids feel feel loved, supported, valued, even with a new sibling arrived. Yeah, that that definitely makes sense. Because gracious me, oh my, you really do get to find space in the in betweens, and then you know your mental health as well. You know, you go from one kid, like, my kids are four years apart besides my two youngest ones. They're two years mm-hmm. apart. Well, the oldest ones are four and a half years apart. I'm five years. So, we had a nice little gap there, you know? Mm-hmm. But, when the pandemic hit, you know, <laughs> so they was coming back to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, okay, dang, I had all these goals set out for myself, and here I am feeling like I have to put my dreams and my goals 
to the back burner just to ensure that my mental health was intact. Because, you know, when you're pregnant, you don't really want to stress yourself out about getting this done on top of all the things you need to do for your pregnancy and then your work life as well. So I definitely would say, you know, making sure my mental health wasn't bad Because that's a huge shift from one kid to four. You know, shit yeah. is real. <laughs> yeah. You know, the more kids you have, multiple different personalities, they're at the age now where they're arguing with each other and don't want to be around each other sometimes. And <laughs> so now I'm just glad that we're in a new space where they don't have to share, a, you know, the same space. They have their own space. And there's really no reason why they should feel like they have to figure it out. <laughs> I love that. And I feel like that's such a... Like, people don't talk about mother's mental health enough. I feel like it's not talked about in the right ways either. Uh Like, there's so much that exists and it's so multifaceted, though. And naturally, there are big shifts that come in our hormones with being pregnant and then if you decide to nurse child your hormones (laughs) (laughs) your hunger your cravings like like, today is not a good day I I need time to myself you know, and just communicating with my kids, letting them know, you know what? Um, your dinner has been cooked. I'm going to go upstairs in my room, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put myself in the time, now, you know? I yeah. need to be breathe. I need to breathe. Yeah, because if I'm not there, it's going to show in a way that I care. You know, it's going to show in a way that I interact with everyone in the house. So, just make sure I'm taking that time to myself. Why am I doing things? Because I'm overly simple, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like... It's really no joke. It's no joke. And I can say doing this junk alone 24-7-365, it's really even more of like, I am such a big advocate for moms, period, to get that like space they need. And especially when you're a solo parent. Please get that space because you will lose your mind. You will literally lose your mind trying to do too much, and it looks Uh different for everyone. Yeah. Like it really does. So for me, it's okay. My daughter is going to sleep at seven, Uh which means that I have the rest of the night to myself. But I go to sleep early enough for me to wake up at six Mm -hmm. 
So now I'm up at six and then I have that time to myself again. Okay. Until she gets up. So if she sleep at seven thirty, she's waking up at seven thirty. So if I'm up five thirty six, I have until seven thirty before I even expect for her to move. Uh-huh. And it's just like boom. I got a few hours in the beginning of the day and at the end of the day and then midday, I'll squeeze in a way for me to do something too. And it depends on what kind of like work day it is for me and what I'm creating, what I'm doing mm-hmm. and what days it is for her too because then I started to realize like okay, th- so much changes as your child changes. Yeah. Like the demands shift, what you're doing shifts, everything fucking shifts. They appetite be shifting, everything shifts. Okay, like everything shifts, and there's certain stuff that isn't going anywhere. Like in the beginning, when they're going through growth spurts and they're going through like those phases when she was a baby it was cluster feeding because you're going through your growth spurt now it's i'm eat you out of a kitchen because i'm going through a growth spurt like and that's just shit to be prepared for and make a mental note of it's like yeah i i I get to focus in on on our stuff us Um, because mm, yeah, child, and with all of that happening, it's so easy to get overstimulated. And now that she's older, it's like she has this class, she has this group, she has this play date, she has that, she has that, and then she got her own schedule, right? (laughs) Exactly, and you got to learn how to integrate them, and that's why it's like. I know that personally, I would not be a fucking mama multiple without a life partner. I'm not doing it. I don't blame you. Child, everybody got their own life, their own personality, their own schedule, and I got to integrate all this, and I'm supposed to do it by myself. Okay, exactly. And that is, I know, a lot of your mental health right then and there. Because you got to be both parents, technically. You know? Yeah. And it's like you don't want to let her down, but you also got to take care of yourself as well. And she doesn't yeah. understand that mommy needs time for herself. Mommy needs a break. Mommy needs you to be quiet right now. You know, yeah. I can answer a million questions that you have. <laughs> Like, yeah, without feel bad, you know. And now she's oh. in this space where you know kids be doing random shit. Like she be coming up to me, like, "Mommy, look!" and do this weird ass dance. Like, okay, and you gotta get into it when you are the feeling. It's like, uh, okay, <laughs> mommy, look, uh, look, like huh? what? Okay, or watch me do this, like right, and it be. Uh, I just seen you do it twenty times. <laughs> 20 times and I think for me it's so important to just like 
cultivate that like yeah you get mm-hmm. to take space and I get to take space so you understand that when I need to take space it's just like you taking space I need you to back the fuck up like and I have called that I've called space or I, I call it calling space or calling quiet time mm-hmm. and it's been effective but like still Like, I was telling them, I love that I get to do all the things to take care of myself in front of my daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, she's seen me get everything done. And also, that's not by choice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I love that. And I love that I came for her in the same fucking ways. Like, yeah, exactly. we love self-care we really really do and I also love space Mm -hmm. like and especially as a mom Mm -hmm. you start to honor that shit in a different way man for real (laughs) it's so crazy that you even say that because I feel like growing up seeing my mom like when I say wonder woman like my mom is literally wonderful she does everything and i personally never seen her sweat or complain you know and sometimes yeah. i feel bad because i complain you know <laughs> she never complained like ever and, and if she did it wasn't to us clearly i never seen it on her face so Shit, I was living a good life. You know? She made sure Mark was paid for all the bills she paid. She did it for her. And it was just me and my sister at the time. And I'm just like, she had her first child at 17. And she was killing me. You know? Like, I'm like, I'm Chicago. 
Because there is a downside to you not mm-hmm. letting that out and like letting that go, mm-hmm. and it's okay. Like your kids are not going to feel any less loved. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, and it makes me think of what my aunt said one time that my grandmother, she never saw her get like super upset mm-hmm. like and really yeah you know and that in turn can manifest as different things for the child yeah and in the way you pass stuff like that down you know now you're avoiding confrontation now you're avoiding your feelings now mm-hmm. you're feeling bad about your feelings or now like you know all the things and like <laughs> I love when me and her get to really just talk about certain things and her upbringing. I love learning shit like that because for me, it'd be piecing shit together in my head. And it's just like, okay, and my grandmother passed when I was five. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't there to see me grow up. And for me, that's one of the hardest things ever to deal with sometimes. Like, this thing. Like, if I could just... If I could hear from you just a little bit. But, you know, they would have stay here. They in a... Julia. Stop. Julia. I know. <laughs> like, I'm trying not to laugh. Julia, I know what your finger puppets look like. I'm busy. <laughs> but as soon as you start recording, she ain't gonna say nothing. Nothing. So I say one word to me. She's gonna be in her own world, finger puppets, toys inside the tent, minding her business. Mm-hmm. You gotta go in there and check on them. I'm like, okay, y'all okay? Right, you good? Or do okay. you need to come back in here? Or right, come and bother me. Like, why are you bothering me? <laughs> I swear, yo, I really, really swear. <laughs> but it's, it's so cool, and I feel. Like-
like motherhood changes your perspective so much. Yeah, it really like does. it genuinely does. I wasn't raised by my biological parents. Um, my mom was a single mom, and she just wasn't active in my life. Like she was there, but she wasn't actually present, active anything so it was really just me and my sister and my aunt and uncle took us on um from the jump my aunt had me since I was a baby and um my father was in and out of jail and then there's a whole bunch of other stuff happened between him and my mom and like the drama got the best of them um so he wasn't afforded the opportunity to show up in the ways that he wanted to. In present day, me and him are close, and I love that. Um, and also, my daughter has two pop-ups. Like, you know, she she knows that I have two, and I've explained that to her, and it's come out in heartbreaking conversations, but that's another, you know. Um, but being raised by a bunch of people too, because I have my grandfather. My village, you know. Yeah. Right. It's definitely pros and cons. A lot of pros yeah. and a lot of cons. And I'm just grateful though, because my perspective, becoming a mom, it really did change my perspective on a lot. And it's like, there are so many things. Um, having a childhood where I did face a lot of childhood trauma and a lot of abuse and stuff, it's just like, there are so many things I understand and accept as an adult and so many things that I can't ever understand as a mom. Correct. And then on the other side of that, there's like so much that I see differently as a mom. And I be looking at my aunt like, hey, yo, it was five of us and only three belong to you, girl. Like you never had to be doing that. (laughs) You never had to be doing the most like that. This was so cool, so fun. The audio in the last bit got a little weird, you know what I'm saying? It's being worked on. But thank you for sitting down with us on the Mati Faceted Show. Make sure you go and follow the new co-host, Takia. And I'm excited for everything to come. The end of 2022 is here. And that feels crazy to even say, okay? That feels crazy to say. But this was an amazing conversation. And I'm so happy. Thank you for listening to an episode of the My, 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 my T-Faceted Show.